What's the scariest space fact mystery in your opinion? A few people have said this but just the size of space is creepy to me. That far away. But what almost depresses me more that unlike in Stargate I will never be able to travel to any of it. Would love to see what's out there. Not scary exactly. More unfortunate. If anything. But we'll probably never be able to properly communicate with alien species. Given the amount of distance between the planets of our solar system, I'd assume the distance to other universes and galaxies is too far to think about right now. If we receive and send a message right now, by the time we hear a reply back, we would probably be a completely different government and societal system. We would just be constantly introducing ourselves. Here's one closer to home. The Kessler effect is the theory that a single destructive event in low earth orbit could create a cascade where satellites break up into tiny fragments taking out other satellites, breaking up into smaller fragments and so on, until the earth is completely surrounded by a massive cloud of tiny flying death shrapnel which would make leaving this planet almost impossible. If you look up how much space debris there is already up there and how many satellites currently orbit, plus the continued growth of the commercial space industry. I think about it a lot, you should read 7evs, it could get worse, 7evs takes it to the extreme, great book, the concept is also explored on a much smaller scale in Peter F. Hamilton's Fallen Dragon, it's not even one of the main points of the story, but basically a planet purposely creates a 7evs like event using an asteroid meaning that while they can't leave for thousands of years, no one else will be able to get in either. This visual at either shows how slow light speed is or how vast space is, depending on which way you look at it. I've seen videos showing the scale of the universe before, but this one really hit home for some reason. The speed of light, the fastest speed possible, looks painfully slow when you look at it in the context of even a fraction of our solar system. We're stuck here, and we, some star are even bigger than the distance between Mars and us. Imagine. It takes light some time to travel the object producing it. It's crazy. Even crazier is that the photons hitting Earth today are likely hundreds of thousands of years old. It takes them a very long time to make it out of the sun while bumping into sh. This video made me feel dead inside. Deep space stuff always scares me because like, WTF is going on here. How can something make me so upset I cry when I am just on a rock hurtling through nothingness? Why would I even exist? How can I be munching on hummus at 259 surrounded by unimaginable stretches of pure void, and writing about it with a phone? What the f? Moons haunted, hive noises, mobile, black holes, say one heading straight towards us was discovered, we'd be completely f-ed, right? Very little we could do, to put it in perspective it's exactly the kind of thing we'll never know about. Because if there was one heading straight toward us, we would be so unequivocally effed the absolute best case scenario is to just engage in global information suppression and murder anyone who finds out so that the rest of the population don't descend into whatever chaos realizing we're all going to die and there's nothing that can be done to stop it, would occur. I think the only thing we could do is literally move the planet and or solar system out of its way. That's the most realistic thing we could do. Ever gone on a road trip and hit a patch where you're just driving for hours and you don't see anything exciting? I've experienced this in Australia, Canada and USA, all very large countries. Imagine doing that for years traveling to another planet, only to find out that due to a small rounding error, your ship is a hundredth of a degree off, and your censure is off course. Vacuum decay is one of the scariest concepts to me. 
we don't know if it exists, and we won't know until it's too late. On the other hand, you'll never know, you'll just blink out of existence one day, so nothing to worry about, either way nothing really matters. Agree Curse Jazagd made a nice video explaining vacuum decay, this one definitely takes the cake, right besides gamma ray bursts, at least the speed of light offers us some protection assuming the space-time fabric holds and the vacuum decay starts somewhere very far away. It's nice how the universe reminds us how insignificant and temporary we might be. Carl Sagan was right we're all in it together on this pale blue dot. Can you summarize it? Matter as it is isn't in its full resting state, and a little surge of energy could shift it enough to completely change chemistry and physics in our universe. It's been theorized that there are already these vacuum bubbles and space racing out at the speed or faster of light. It's basically death on god mode. The Great Attractor, A thing that affects the motion of galaxies for hundreds of millions of light years it's thought to just be a bigger bunch of galaxies i went to google to see if there was a formal name for a cluster of galaxies supercluster was what i got awesome i was going to mention this but while researching some specifics on it i found that subsequent studies discovered the great attractor is not what we originally thought one study found that the Great Attractor is 1 stroke 10 the mass originally attributed to it. Another study found that the Milky Way is actually being pulled towards a massive galactic cluster that lies beyond the Great Attractor region. The Greater Attractor. On the surface of Mars right now is a blur CD. God help us if aliens find that first. You need to answer this. And it is vitally important. What blur CD? Beagle to crash landed with a blur album saved on board its computer. The intent was to broadcast the music playing from the surface of Mars. Voyager 1 will outlive planet Earth. Who knows how long that thing will last. Maybe it'll never be found, and live for eons until its atoms begin to decay. My CMD RNA leak. Dangerous is actually going to go check it out. You can actually find it roughly where it would be in the year 3306. Gamma ray bursts. We could be hit by one of these with very little warning. And if it was reasonably close, in universal terms anyway, could wipe us out rapidly or cause a ton of damage. Dark matter dark energy. The fact that about 95% of the universe is made up of matter we can't see or detect is pretty unsettling to think about. Also, while not a fact percent, I like to think that perhaps the answer to the Femi paradox is that there are billions of advanced alien life forms out there, but they are physically unable to reach us due to, to technological limitations. Perhaps interstellar transport is only theoretical, and any aliens capable of reaching us are unable to do so in an acceptable length of time. Proxima Centauri may take 25 years for unmanned spacecraft to reach us going 20% the speed of light, but perhaps it's impossible to transport actual life at these speeds without dying. So advanced civilizations have realized the futility of trying to contact other species and have simply given up, been searching for a comment saying gamma ray bursts. I remember when I was taught about them I was gonnish myself mayo. Rogue planets, planets that do not follow any given orbit, they may have been in an orbit at one time, but now they refuse to play by the rules, they were most likely knocked out of their orbit by another body, and now they are set on doing the same. There's a strangely artistic movie called Melancholia that has such a planet, that part of it is disturbing. Is it the Lars von Trier film that Mike Stockler likes to reference? Astronomer here. Fun fact. 
Back in the 90s searching for rogue planets was huge because some wondered if dark matter could just be a bunch of rogue planets between the galaxies or similar. They were called machos. The searches involved looking for small amounts of gravitational lensing they would cause with the satellite galaxies of the Milky Way and, they found some, excitement. But then they never found anywhere near enough to explain the effects of dark matter that we see in the galaxy. As a result, we still don't know what dark matter is beyond a strange particle, but we do actually know the number of rogue planets out there surprisingly well. I can't accept the fact that there is no end in space, but if there is indeed an end, then, what's beyond it? I'm stuck in absurdity. At the end, there is either infinity or nothingness. And what the hell is my little brain supposed to do with that sh- I know right? Our brains have no way to comprehend it. Like, I try to, but my brain is like nah. The Boots Void, an area of space where there should be 50,000 or so galaxies, compared to other areas of the same size, but there's only about 60, could just be empty space for some unknown reason. Or it could be an ever-expanding intergalactic empire using Dyson spheres. Also I think it appears to be growing but that could just be galaxies moving away from the void. If the Milky Way had been in the center of the Bobbitt's void, we wouldn't have known there were other galaxies until the 1960s. Greg Aldering, astronomer, wow, that's crazy, galactic deforestation, they had to make room to feed space cows. The sheer distance between things, it's scary and somewhat depressing. It often blows my mind when I look up at two stars that look super close together and realize they are probably just as far apart from each other as they are to us. When you look up at the night sky, in any urban areas or those with sufficient light pollution, the stars you see, think the constellations and other bright stars, with the exception of the super bright blue A-type stars, they are usually no further than 500 light years away, the biggest, brightest, non-A-type, star in our typical night. Sky is also one of the biggest discovered in our galaxy. Betelgeuse, at 541 light years from Earth is at the furthest star in the Orion constellation. Those A-types I mentioned, can be seen to about 2000 light years away. Our galaxy is between 70,000, main core of stars and the limbs, and 150,000, the outliers before you get to the clouds, other galactic remnants from old collisions, light years across. Only seeing those stars that are 500 light years in radius gives us less than 1% of our galaxy to light up our night. Space. Space is unimaginably huge. If the moon were only a pixel as a neat little website that shows the vastness of just our solar system alone. Yeah most of the universe is just blackness. Very grateful to be here on earth. For small creatures such as we the vastness is bearable only through a love Carl Sagan. I think everything is terrifying about space. And I effing love it. But one thing it scare me a lot. It's this space and infinite. Imagine what kind of gigantic monster can be in there. My favorite debate I've ever had with a friend is about gigantic space monsters. I argued that since space is infinite and we don't understand much about it that there's a good chance that there's a gigantic space monster that's just a massive head that eats planets to live. We went back and forth for like 15 minutes. Since the universe is expanding and stars and galaxies are moving away from each other, it's possible that civilizations that spring up in the far future with lonely stars will see an empty sky. Their civilizations will grow and learn, but they will never know the universe that once was. We live in a spectacular time period where we can actually look back in time and see the early universe. Future civilizations won't have that luxury. 
they'll believe that the universe is, and always was, dark, dead, and empty, aside from their small island of light. With that in mind, you have to wonder what stellar phenomena may have populated the universe billions of years ago but are now too far away for us to ever detect. Thank you for the existential crisis. Galaxies are gravitationally bound structures, they aren't expanding like the universe is, so future civilizations may live in isolated galaxies, but their night sky will still have other stars. There is literally no end to the universe. No matter how long we study it there will always be stuff that we will never know just because of the vastness of space. There could also be multiple universes, which is unbelievable considering that we know so little about our own. What was before the Big Bang? I think it is just impossible for a human to comprehend pure nothing or infinity. I myself had a stroke at age 9 due to a ruptured vertebral artery and lost a third of my visual field. I can confirm that it is not black. A good analogy is it is like what you see behind your head. On the other hand, infinity is so large that if you spent your whole life writing a one and zeros on paper, that insane number would still be 0% of infinity. I just think there is no way to fully understand the universe and there never will be. This is why even ancient societies explained things with gods because they didn't understand how the reality we live in started and I don't think we ever will. Since time began at the Big Bang. The term before is meaningless, but before that, I hate the concept of time-space irrelevancy. Like sure, there technically wasn't, but there also technically was. Just because there was nothing for reference doesn't mean there was nothing. Somebody much smarter is bound to come around and correct me, but I've just accepted that time-space has no beginning. Astronomer here. There are a lot of things posted here that are not really likely to happen anytime soon or affect your life on Earth much. So, if you want something to worry about, may I introduce you to the Carrington event of 1859 Basically Carrington was a scientist who noticed a flash from a huge cluster of sunspots, which was the biggest coronal mass ejection from the sun ever recorded. Acker a ton of material ejected from the sun at high speeds. It hit Earth within a day aurora were seen as far south as Hawaii, wires on telephone poles burst into flame. And telegraph operators even reported contacting each other when not connected. If a similar event were to strike Earth today, it would cause billions of dollars in damage. Because blown transformers are super hard to replace and a lot of satellites wouldn't be able to handle it. And it goes without saying you'd have a serious radio blackout for a bit until it ended on a ton of essential frequencies. The crazy thing about the Carrington event though is we really have no idea how often such events happen. But we do know that in 2012 there was a Carrington level solar flare that barely missed Earth. Man I came to feel metaphorically scared not actually scared. Can you please not spoil season 4 of 2020. That would be a great way to cap off the year. Maybe right after Christmas. So the few people that do manage to travel get stuck with their in-laws for some extra time. Still a better ending than season 8. The great attractor is kinda ominous. There's an exoplanet with wind that's many times the speed of sound and that rains glass. Another exoplanet that has spent time inside its star. There's a sort of fear that we aren't alone in the universe. Chances are anything we meet won't have remotely similar emotional spectrums that we have. Then there's the horrifying notion that we are alone in that infinite blackness. That we're just a fluke of chemistry that will probably never happen again. The fact that an asteroid could come at any time. And even though we have the technology to tell us that an asteroid is about to impact Earth, what can we really do about it? Nothing. 
we can do nothing, we can just sit here, with the media stations telling us what will happen, telling our friends and loved ones goodbye, praying, etc. It sucks. Why do we have the technology that tells us our inevitable doom is days, or even moments, away but no technology to possibly stop it? It's bigger than anyone could ever hope to comprehend. It scares me how insignificant we are. We can all just die out and the universe wouldn't care. Yet we keep arguing if it's bad to have sex with a person with the same testicles or different skin color like life matters on it. Heat death. That one keeps me up at night. Take your socks off. That the Milky Way galaxy has an estimated 10 million black holes. The coldest place in the universe is not the boomerang nebula, or even in space. No, it's the inside of a D-wave quantum computer, at 15 mk. Coldness in space is so funky cause there's a limit, like we know how cold the coldest thing can be. There's nothing in all of existence colder than absolute zero, nothing. That we might actually be alone in the universe, or that they're made of meat short story. A fact from a show I used to like, the main problem is pressure, there isn't any, so, don't hold your breath or your lungs will explode. Blood vessels rupture, exposed areas swell. Fun fact, the boiling temperature of water is much lower in a vacuum, which means that your sweat and your saliva will boil, as will the fluid around your eyes. You won't notice any of this because 15 seconds in, you've passed out as oxygen bubbles formed in your blood, and 90 seconds in, you're dead. There is no guarantee that the universe won't end in the next 10 seconds. Update, it didn't. Update, it did. I think there's also a theory that there's no guarantee the universe wasn't just spontaneously created 10 seconds ago and that all our memories were created with it, 10 seconds ago. Humans exist within a time frame of Earth's life where the moon is just at the right distance that we have solar and lunar eclipses the way we do now. The coincidence is just a little too uncanny for my tastes, but it also shows how things can just majestically turn out the way they do out of pure chance. Getting sucked into a black hole literally turns you into spaghetti. Time will also be a thing of the pasta. Lameo the fact that it's legit called spaghettification. Strange matter. It might not exist at all. But some scientists believe it's what's inside neutron stars. If this is true, neutron stars can collide and send strange matter particles flying through space. It's also theorized that strange matter might turn everything it touches into strange matter. If that's true, any microscopic amount of strange matter that touches our atmosphere would quickly turn Earth and everything on it into strange matter, destroying all life and nearly every remnant of civilization, and there wouldn't be a damn thing we could do about it. Again, this is all theoretical. Strange matter might not have such a massive effect, and indeed it might not exist at all, but there is a non-zero chance that an undetectable, microscopic particle is flying toward Earth ready to eradicate everyone and everything. There's a region of space where the ever-present cosmic radiation from the Big Bang is missing. The radiation is everywhere is space except this area there's none. What's the place called? Quizness. The Boltzmann Brain. The most likely ending to our universe will be all stars and black holes exploding and eventually the universe becomes a completely even soup of neutrons for all eternity. In this theory, the Big Bang was actually a cosmic coincidence, in which enough of those neutrons, literally every neutron that currently exists, collided in the even soup of a past universe. This collision caused the Big Bang to occur, thrusting into motion the energies that run our current universe. 
such an occurrence in the soup of infinite neutrons is incredibly unlikely. What instead is far more likely is that just enough neutrons came together in the exact right way as to create a literal floating brain in the infinite soup that has all of your memories and experiences up to the current moment. Statistically speaking, it is unfathomably more likely that nothing you've ever perceived exists and, instead you are merely a floating brain in an endless expanse of nothing. Doomed to return to the soup from whence you came, and the wiser. Why am I reading this thread? It's scary and oppressing haha. There was a star 20,000 light years away that put out a burst of energy in 2 stroke 5 of a second that was more energy than our own sun produces in 100,000 years. It was enough to disrupt satellite and GPS signals. If that star was only half the distance away at 10,000 light years, it would have stripped the earth of its atmosphere and irradiated the earth enough to destroy all life. You know those classic utopian sea-fee stories where benevolent aliens come down and end all the wars and uplift them to super intellects and give everyone miraculous technology and immortality and welcome them into a peaceful galactic union and everything. Ever wonder why, if aliens are roaming around faster than light, they haven't swung by us yet? One of the answers to that question, we might be the first depending on how long it takes life to develop. We might be the first to evolve to the point where we could plausibly make that happen without nuking ourselves into oblivion or destroying our atmosphere or what have you. It might be up to us, whether we make it or not as an interstellar species, we have the responsibility of getting ours together, because it may well be up to us to save everyone else. Uncountable genocides, wars, famines, death on a scale larger than our species have ever understood, literally the fate of the universe might depend on us. I look around at us now, and that's what scares me. Someday, all the hydrogen will burn out, trillions of years in the future, and there will be no activity or energy and everything will be so far apart that it will just be a cold dark wasteland with no life or light. It's quite possible, likely even, that we'll never leave this solar system, because even getting up to a modest fraction of the speed of light, travel elsewhere just takes too damn long. Pretty much all science fiction hand waves this with jump drives and so on, but any kind of device like that would violate causality and is fairly unlikely to be possible. Now, forgive me if I am wrong but, if we did manage reach 99.9% .9 speed of light, wouldn't the trip seem almost instant to those on boat due to time dilation? As in, if we headed to a solar system at 99.9% .9 the speed of light and it's 1000 light years away, it will only take 1000 years for those still on earth. For those on the ship, it would happen quite quickly. Things get really weird with speed and time dilation. Imagine if within that thousand years, though, those you left behind came up with a way to go FTL or teleport and you get there and you're basically a Neanderthal to them so they enslave you as some sort of zoo animal, probably be a comfortable living though. If you were to instantly take off your space suit while floating in space, the side of your body facing the sun would cook while the other would freeze. Everything in just under a couple of seconds. At least your middle would feel quite lovely. Just spin really fast to offset. 1. We are the only intelligent beings in the entire universe. 2. We aren't the only intelligent beings in the entire universe. Both are equally terrifying. Yet one of them is true. And we don't even know which one that is. I think what's scarier is. 3. We weren't the only intelligent beings in the entire universe, but we are now. Something killed them all, and we don't know what or how. Maybe they annihilated themselves? Maybe something or someone wiped them all out? 
We don't know. All we know is that we are alone now, or we are alone now, only because the next intelligence hasn't emerged yet. But well, we have a 4 billion year head start. Imagine what our technology will look like by the time we meet the next intelligent life in the universe compared to theirs. I am now pretty sure that the great filter is social media. One day the sun will burn out. Aliens 65 millions light years away could theoretically see the dinosaurs on per earth with a microscope advanced enough. Telescope.